What did you have for breakfast? Um, so usually I actually don't have breakfast. But oh my I, gosh, what is with people? Uh, oh, because right. breakfast, no one has time. Like, realistically speaking, if you want to get that extra 20 minutes of sleep in, like, you gotta skip something, and breakfast is a good option. So, mm-hmm. um, but this morning I actually had breakfast because I went to work, and I had, like, oh. the little boiled eggs, like, that come in the package at, like, the sea stores and stuff, and I had a bagel, which I haven't had a bagel in, like... How are those eggs? Ages. They're actually not bad. I was a little scared, but I hadn't had protein in a while, and so I was like, huh, I should probably eat something. I had uh, Goline cereal and two hard-boiled eggs and some fruit and some coffee. Yeah. Sounds like a real energy breakfast. It was, and then magically I got to class and all that energy disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 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 welcome to the Wells Quad Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Wells Quadcast, the official podcast for Wells Quad at Indiana University. I'm your host, J.P. Pritchard, and today I have with me two special guests. I'm Naya. And I am Eve. And yeah, so this is a very special episode coming up to, to, to your ears because we have a holiday coming up, uh, for, for us anyway. National holiday for us. Uh, we actually get a day of um, school off for it, MLK Day, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And I chose Naya Omega mm-hmm. and Eve Warner to be my special guests. Eve, you've been on the show, but yes. for um, for listeners, you kind of want to refresh, like, what you do at Wells and kind of your background? Yeah, absolutely. So for Wells Quad, I am a community educator, or a Q. I work very closely with the RAs. I'm a student staff, um, but instead of going on duty and doing rounds and all that wonderful, amazing work that you do, uh, I create programs uh, around social identities, social justice, and really just uh, get residents involved in that kind of stuff. And Naya, you want to introduce yourself to? Yeah, so I'm Naya. I live on the third floor of our awesome building, because um, Memorial's the better building. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> oh, I mean, I agree, but I live here. <laughs> but um, I'm a neuroscience major, and I'm a freshman, so everything's everything's still pretty new, but it's the second semester, so it feels like we've also been here for forever. Yeah, so so awesome to get some fresh perspective there. Usually I go into the segment of asking, you know, why IU for you and things like that, but mm-hmm. I think I might have you on for a separate episode for that because mm-hmm. we have a lot of material to cover because, again, special holiday coming up. So, that being said, what would you like to talk about? Do you want to start with you, Eve? Yeah, absolutely. So part of MLK Day for us is while we get classes and school off, it's still supposed to be a day on where people are learning, where people are engaging in the community and giving back. And one of the wonderful opportunities that I have as a Q is that all the Qs get together and we actually present MLK workshops. So this year there are four of them. The first one already happened tonight at Teeter, our wonderful Q, Jenny. But there's three more left, so I was hoping maybe I could just go over those really quick. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Awesome. So the first one, MLK and Cookies, will be held right here in our very own Wells Quad on MLK Day, uh, January the 21st, from 1 to 3. And we'll be making zines, going over sort of the history of different narratives and how that's been shown through art throughout the civil rights movements and making our own zines hopefully starting a zine library here in Walls Quad. Yeah, do you want to explain kind of what zines are? Yeah, uh, so they're sort of like, 
It, it kind of is a playoff of the word magazine, but mm. they're small publications, handmade. Historically, they've been used by a marginalized group to share different narratives outside of the mainstream. And it's basically like you can collage in them, you can paint, you can write poetry, and then we'll take those original pieces of work and copy and reproduce them for everyone to see and share. Awesome. Sounds sounds fun. It's like kind of the art, but then like the social aspect of it yeah. too, and like the, that, those messages that people want to send out. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. And it yeah. sounds like a good way to get like kind of that personal aspect of it out there too so yeah and we have some really really creative students here so i'm so excited to see what they come up with there's two more after that um so the next one is happening on the 24th at la casa actually and it is going to be a program that has a dialogue centered on black and latinx experiences and i believe they are having food catered but i'm not sure where uh the event program is on our facebook instagram twitter that being the cues facebook Instagram, yep. Twitter, yep. Um, not Wells Quad, but you're welcome to repost that, JP. Happy to share, happy to share retweet all that stuff. But, and then the last event we have is called Painting a Movement. It will be in the Reed Hoosier Den on the 25th from 4 to 6, and there's going to be sort of like little mocktail juices and canvassing. I think they said something about fancy cheeses. Um, yeah, and again, that's another uh, artistic sort of experience for MLK where, where there's just going to be like go in and slap some paint on a canvas and like let your creativity shine so we're really excited about that one love it awesome and it it, i i love that i mean being a in the creative kind of realm myself i love the idea of just really letting students kind of express themselves through all that stuff but then use it in that educative aspect too mm-hmm. so super excited thanks for sharing that eve absolutely so before we continue naya i do want to get to your topics yeah. and stuff but before we do that i have some little fun facts here Ooh. from the from the history channel gotta keep it factual mm-hmm. right so this <laughs> is from april 4th 2013 so a little old but hey still relevant facts uh 10 things you may not know about martin luther king jr uh number one king's birth name was michael not martin I heard that the other day. Did not know that. Yeah, the cues were going through (laughs) when we were planning programs. They're like, did you know? That's so cool. Yeah. That's interesting. So I guess um, his father traveled to Germany and became inspired by the Protestant Reformation leader Martin Luther. And as a result of that, changed their name to Martin Luther. And then, you know, Senior did that and then also changed his son's name. So, fun fact. Also, King entered college at the age of 15. I heard about this. This is Smart insane. Cookie. That is, wow. Mm-hmm. I, I, what am I usually, 18 here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 18, 19, 20. Mm-hmm. So you had to skip, like, what, two grades? Three he grades? skipped, uh, he, he skipped grades 9 and 12. Those are hard grades to Those are very, yeah. like it's Those not are very like hard first grade or kindergarten yeah. like Ooh, that's geez. like no thanks I mean good for him so there you go some that's... fun facts and then he also um, yeah. graduated with a college <laughs> degree in sociology so that's kind of cool oh, wow. that's kind of my background too so uh, it's kind of neat having that little uh, connection there I guess but um, yeah. I just thought those were cool little facts that I wanted to share with the folks at home. So, yeah, thanks for <laughs> sharing. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Naya? 
What yeah. would you like to talk about? Oh, so I just wanted to mention really quickly that there's also another on-campus uh, event that's going on at the Neil Marshall Black Cultural Center. It's an IU Unity Summit. Mm-hmm. And so it's like an annual celebration that happens on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And I think if you just, like, Google it, you can probably get all the information. Like, if you Google, like... Neil Marshall Black Cultural Center, but I've also seen like posters and stuff mm-hmm. around school, so I'm sure if you like yeah. wander think, around a little bit, you'll yeah. probably like Correct find me if it. I'm wrong, I think they have like an events tab on the Neil Marshall page I, and stuff like I that. I think so. Or um, that or Hudson and Holland um, is also a really good resource too. Yeah, and yeah, I know to look at that yeah, stuff. I know like Facebook has become kind of something that a lot of people are fading out of, but mm-hmm. I think it might be on Facebook too. Yeah. There is an official um, IU, if you go to mlkcelebration.indiana.edu, there's a whole website from IU dedicated to all MLK events. Beautiful. Nice. Yeah. There's your one-stop shop for <laughs> yeah. all your I didn't MLK that was a thing. I did not know either. Thank mm-hmm. you, Eve. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess mostly what, I don't know, I feel like MLK... Um, As I was telling you earlier, like, MLK Day is something that really just kind of happens every year, and it's always fantastic to get it off, because I'm always, Mm. like, (laughs) pro-holiday. I think we all like that, too. Right? But at the same time, I think it's also really startling to realize that MLK wasn't assassinated, like, all that long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I was looking it up, because I thought it was 1966, but he was only assassinated in 1968, Mm. And it's just, I don't know, I think it's really startling to realize that, um, I don't know, when you think about MLK, you think about all of, like, the things that he's done and all the work that he's put in, and just, like, realizing that all that work was put in, like, not that long ago. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, I don't know, that just, like, is really insane to me. Yeah, and I think the other cool thing about MLK Day is that um, there's, like, this saying, and I totally don't remember who it's from, but it's, like, if basically, like, if you don't remember history, then you're mm. doomed to repeat it, and I think that's, mm. and I don't remember where the quote's from, like, at all, but I think that's another good thing about this holiday is recognizing that maybe history won't be repeated specifically for, like, black people, but there could be other people from other, like, people groups or cultures where you're doomed to make these same mistakes of judging them based on appearance or socioeconomic status or whatever parameters that you choose. And I think that's also the importance of this day is highlighting the fact that, like, hey, these things did happen and it's important that we remember them and Mm. really keep in mind that, like, if we're not diligent, it'll be completely easy to do this again and have this basically repeated in a different context so i don't know i think that's like another no yeah for sure it's i i think it's very easy and tempting for us to want to sweep like the ugly stuff under Mm -hmm. the rug so to speak i think on on top of what you're saying i think it's also important to remember and feel free to add your inputs Mm -hmm. on this too Mm -hmm. that while we are definitely celebrating like the legacy of martin luther king jr the, the man, the myth, the legend, so to speak, it's not just him that we're also mm-hmm. focusing on. It's like this movement mm-hmm. that he helped kind of create with not just him, but like all the other, um, yeah. you know, black activists, white activists, mm-hmm. like people of all different ethnicities, races that came together to help push this mm-hmm. kind of new social norm that, that we're, we're starting mm-hmm. to see and that's starting to develop and hopefully... You know, we won't go backward, you know, with having these holidays, with having these remembrances, with having the media attention on this stuff. Mm -hmm. It can be Mm -hmm. kind of that, you know, hey, this is where we were in the past. Let's be better. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's let's mm-hmm. follow these words and follow these movements. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think also, like, the other thing, like, kind of going off of that is, like, in addition to, like, recognizing what people have done in the past is recognizing on this day, like, how much more can we change and how mm-hmm. much more can we grow, like you were saying, of just, like, looking at the different things that are happening in our country and kind of figuring out, okay, if these aren't isolated incidents, what are we going to do about it? Like, because a lot of, I feel like a lot of what's happened through history, usually when there's something bad that happens, is that the people that aren't affected typically kind of just roll with it because they don't really know what to do about it. And they're like, this isn't really my fight, so Mm -hmm. to speak. So I'm just going to, like, chill here until it, like, really affects me or I really feel convicted about it. But realistically speaking, if you see that there's, like, this blatant injustice happening and that it's becoming, like, a persistent problem, the question isn't, like, oh, those people should stop doing that. The question or what you should be thinking is, like, what am I going to do about that? Right. Um, Yeah. So I think that's, like, another thing that really comes up around this time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. There's just, like, so many, so many different things that goes into this holiday. I was telling JP earlier that I'm... Uh, reading this book called The New Jim Crow, and I'm sure, like, some of you might read it, and I think it's actually required reading for some of the classes on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to a girl at the library about it, but it's really, it's a really hard book to read, and not that it's, like, academically complex, but it's a really hard book to read because you have to recognize that, A, it's not just a matter of, like, yeah, there was segregation and there was all this terrible stuff, but that's all in the past and that really sucked. Mm -hmm. But a lot of what the book highlights are um, a lot of these like system epidemic things that, okay, yeah, the law, like for instance, um, one of the things in the book that the book talks about is the housing market. Mm -hmm. And it talks about how like a lot of the laws put in place like for the housing market were basically made like to to keep, like, black people out because if you can't afford, like, a nice house, then that forces you to be in the same area as all of the other, like, minority people. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but one thing the book talked about was how even though those laws, once they were eventually, like, abolished and, like, that kind of thing, the actual system didn't start running differently. Right. And so it's really interesting because a lot of the things that we see now in terms of, like, the different ghettos and the socioeconomic issues that are present are based on a lot of those, like, laws and things like that that might have been changed, but the actual system's attitude and how the system worked wasn't changed. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I don't know, I think it's hard for me to kind of read about things like that because even if it doesn't, like, affect me now, I know that it'll affect me eventually. Right. And it's just kind of like, how am I going to change it? And it's, I don't know, I think in some ways, like, it's really overwhelming But at the same time, like, looking back at, like, MLK Jr., like, while he was doing all his activism, like, all his activism things and, like, the other, with all of the other people during this era, that's when, like, peaceful protesting became a thing. Like, before that point, there wasn't really, like, oh, hey, guys, like, let's go get some posters. Um, We'll meet at this place at four. Mm -hmm. And then we're just going to, like, walk down the street and just complain. Like, that wasn't, like... That wasn't really a thing pre uh, this era. Mm -hmm. And so like thinking about how something as simple as like 
peacefully protesting can change and bring awareness right. to all of these issues, even though like things with like the housing crisis or um, the incarceration rate and those things are overwhelming. I was going to, not yeah. to interrupt, No, but, uh, go ahead. I was going to actually mention there's an incredible mm-hmm. documentary on, I think it's Netflix, mm-hmm. called uh, 13th, mm-hmm. and it goes into kind of like how you know, slavery was outlawed, but then there's still kind of like these mm-hmm. these loopholes and these gray areas yeah, of like how, how we still treat like our prisoners, mm-hmm. which are disproportionately black still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so just another thing, uh, just yeah. another kind of media piece to look into also. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of people don't realize is that part of the reason why our, um, like our prison and jail system is so like inflated, especially in comparison with other countries, because I'm pretty sure we jail like the most amount of people per, like, population oh, yeah. size, yeah. like, here in the U.S. Um, but a lot of that was that after, like, slavery was abolished and that kind of thing, basically there would be laws put in place against black people, and the penalty of those laws were to go to jail. And if you didn't want to be in jail, your only other option was to go and pick cotton for free. Mm-hmm. And so even though it wasn't slavery, it was... Slavery with extra steps. Yeah. And so it was It was like simple things like, okay, you can't be outside after dark. You can't look at a white woman. You can't do this. And so all of these laws basically led to kind of the same thing. And um, I'm sure that documentary like totally goes into that. And mm-hmm. um, there are lots of books that kind of cover that. But it's just a really interesting thing that that's just, I don't know, we don't really talk about right. that side of history, about how like even when we make new laws, we still have to change the attitude of the system. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head, though, earlier, though. It's like, you're, you're right, we don't hit on those things and, and don't really talk about them. I don't think they're as prevalent in, like, the modern discourse as, as they could be because mm-hmm. we think, oh, this was the past, it was ugly, we're, we just assume we're better now because mm-hmm. it's like, again, we see, like, all those pictures were black and white and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so that can't be us anymore. It's like, that's way back there. But again... Mm-hmm. MLK was not killed yeah. that long ago, mm-hmm. if you really look at it. And I don't know, there's there's a whole lot we could talk about here. <laughs> not, to, not, to, not to put a whole, yeah. you know, not to make it a huge downer, but to kind of lighten the mood again, yeah. uh, to, to add some levity back into it. Got some great opportunities on campus. Mm-hmm. If you're a non-student listening to this, there's probably opportunities nearby or just op- opportunities in general for yeah. you to learn more there I know there's like you know the the media just goes ablaze with mm-hmm. different you know documentaries programs like mm-hmm. news things little fun facts you can look up about yeah. MLK just like just take some time and look up that stuff I, I think that's important even if mm-hmm. even if as Naya mentioned you're not personally like super vested in that right mm-hmm. now Take it upon yourself to think, like, you know, if, if I saw this, what would I do? And if I don't know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that much about it right now, take that initiative yeah. and, and go in there and educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, like, one of the benefits of being on campus, and even if you're off campus, is that there are so many libraries and so many, like you were saying, like, there's just so many opportunities to learn and to grow. Mm-hmm. And even if 
our society decides to just take on a totally positive note and um, all of the change happens via other people that decide to be active, there's no harm in learning something new about a different culture or learning something new about history. And like, realistically speaking, like taking the time to go to the library and look at books about just the history and the culture, like... Mm -hmm. Your mind's only going to grow, you know, you're only going to learn new things that'll benefit you in the long run. So there's no downsides to going to one of the Q programs or going to one of the other programs on campus. Like you can only become like, a sh- you can only have like a sharper mind, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eve, did you want to help close us out with any information or input? I mean, I guess for me, when I'm thinking of MLK Day, um, especially in the context of uh, my own excuse me, my own privilege. Um, For those of you who have never met me before, I am white. Um, (laughs) But I always am thinking about what can I, not even just on this day, but every day after, continue Mm -hmm. to do? And how can Mm -hmm. I acknowledge my own privilege? And how can I keep it in check? And how can I use my own privilege to dismantle those systems Mm -hmm. that we've been talking about this Mm -hmm. whole time? Um, And continually doing so. Because, yes, this is an important day to remember MLK, but... Thinking in terms of longevity, it's not going to make a difference unless we stick to it and we all come together and we make an agreement to continue this work forward beyond this. And this is a great way to start because there's tons of resources this mm-hmm. next week, but mm-hmm. there will be resources after this, and it's it's yeah. something we can all work on. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good way to kind mm-hmm. of wrap that up is let's make MLK Day like a, you know, like a starting line or a touchstone for mm-hmm. yourself, not the finish line. Yeah, yeah, I like absolutely. that. That's a good point. So awesome. Thank you. Thank you both for being on here. For listeners, that was Nia Omega and Eve Warner. I've been your host, J.P. Pritchard. You've been listening to the Wells Quadcast. Thanks for listening and stay tuned. Oh.